If I had asked my students to use a finger when they wanted to do something, I'm pretty sure I would have only ever seen one finger. Welcome to Hack Learning Uncut with your host, Mark Barnes, a man who's not afraid to say that grades lie, homework sucks, and traditional teachers should be suspended indefinitely. Now, strap yourself in, listen up, and let's Hack Learning. And if you're a teacher, I'm sure you've seen that one finger that I was talking about at some point in your life, if you've been teaching for any amount of time. I'm Mark Barnes, and I appreciate you joining another edition of the Hack Learning Podcast. We are uncut today, and the uncut version of Hack Learning is for everyone, of course. We want all listeners to tune in, and I appreciate you being here. But really, the people who get this first are subscribers because we do not do show notes. So you can check out episodes of the Hack Learning Podcast at hacklearningpodcast.com. They're all there, including our featured episodes and interviews and links to the uncut versions. But the people who get this first are subscribers, and we appreciate that. And you can subscribe, of course, on iTunes and other places and at hacklearningpodcast.com. And then when this goes live, we don't edit, so you may hear some sounds. Maybe my dog will bark. Uh, You might hear, you just never know. You might hear cheers. Yes, I love that. The sound effects, I don't use them very often. So once in a while, uncut, nice to do. So anyways, if you're a subscriber, we appreciate that. When I say we, I mean all people involved with hack learning. And we appreciate you listening and supporting the hack learning movement. So in the open, I said I was uh, sharing a piece of an anecdote. That is a conversation I was having with a colleague years ago, and he asked me about the idea of using hand signals in the classroom to, you know, for classroom management, basically. And he said, you know, like some teachers will say, put up, you know, one finger if you want to get a drink of water or two fingers if you have to go to the bathroom or something. And I said, hmm, I'm guessing that if I asked my students to give me the fingers, (laughs) well, as you know, I would probably be seeing the same finger pretty often. So I started thinking of this today because I'm preparing for a presentation And I'm going to be uh, doing a keynote at Learning and the Brain in Boston in November. And uh, so if if you're there, great. Make sure you come up and say hello. And I'm looking for video. You know, I I think that presentations should have video clips because, you know, who wants to just sit there and listen to me and, and look at me talk for an hour? You know, I appreciate that you tune in for eight to 10 minutes. It's great. But, you know... Nobody wants to listen to someone stand and deliver or see them do that for that long. So I'm preparing today. I'm looking for video clips. I'm finding things with teachers sharing great strategies and teachers engaging with kids and just quick hitters that I can talk around because, it, you know, it's hack learning. It, it's coming up with really cool strategies and looking at problems through different lenses. And then people are sharing what they do. And I love that. So I thought, you know, I, I can put some of these quick hit videos in here around my overall message about hack learning. 
So I'm looking for things and you know how YouTube works. You know, I, I find something, I do a search for something about teaching or instruction or digital learning or whatever it is. And then you get all of these suggested videos on the side. Well, for what I'm doing, that helps because sometimes I see something, oh, that's cool. Let me check that out. And I click into it. So I saw something about a teacher with, um, it caught my eye because the title of the video had the word hack in it or hacks like teacher hacks or classroom hacks or something. And, you know, I'm always amazed when I see that because not a lot of people use the word hack around education other than, you know, the people that hack learning. So I'm always intrigued by that. So I click into this video and someone's talking about classroom management and these hacks. And, uh, and, and there were some sources given. And I'm not going to mention the sources. Some of them are books. And one thing I just can't do is vilify uh, educators and education authors because I'm in that world. You know, we've taken some rough reviews before on Amazon and I never like it very much. I got to tell you, I'll be real honest. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that it's just, uh, there's a lot of things that you don't know when you're doing that. So I don't want to bash anyone openly. I just want to talk a, about a little piece actually of this video. And there were some things in here that I think were good. But there were some pieces that got me thinking and some references to other resources about these hacks for classroom management. And I just wanted to put these out here in an uncut version of the podcast and maybe get some feedback. You could talk about it on Twitter at hashtag hack learning or over on our Facebook page. And uh, I'd be interested to know what you think. So, And also over uh, on my personal Facebook page, Mark Barnes, and then on Twitter, I shared some videos that you can comment on. So take a look at those. So this video for uh, classroom management hacks had this thing about using hand gestures. And that reminded me of this conversation I had years ago with a colleague. And I said that thing in the open about the finger. Um, But anyways, the idea is that, you know, instead of having kids raise their hand or talk to me or ask me to do something. And the, and the examples are get a drink of water, go to the bathroom, you know, go to my locker, whatever. These kids are using these gestures, sign language, or holding up fingers as in numbers. And, I, you know, I find this really to be a strange practice. And, you know, when you look at the video, and there are some popular books out there on this kind of a strategy, you know, and, and what teachers can do, these, these awesome ways to manage a classroom. And they involve this kind of stuff, you know, uh, as, as little engagement because, because they call that kind of engagement disruption, you know. So if the student raises her hand and I as a teacher stop what I'm doing and I talk to that student, then that's a disruption. So the idea here behind the strategy is we're going to eliminate these disruptions and, or disruptions and I can see a gesture, and I can respond. And in this video, the teacher's responding with a gesture back. You know, it's it's just, it, it's troubling to me. It was unsettling to see this. You know, I mean, I, I guess if this were a, a a class where sign language was the thing, maybe that's what's being taught, you know, then it would work, of course. But this is a, a, a regular education class, and they're not teaching sign language. They're just using it to in air quotes, you can't see me, of course, manage the classroom. Uh, that that uh, classroom management phrase has always troubled me. So anyways, that was one of the things. 
And then, you know, this led, of course, back to my YouTube searches. On the site, again, there's more now like similar videos. So I'm, I'm finding more of these, and I'm clicking in, and I find a, an author of a fairly popular education book. And in this video, the author is, is talking about these strategies, and it's similar kind of stuff. And then showing uh, images of teachers in a classroom in front of kids and all of the stuff is to avoid these so-called disruptions, which to me, what they are, are interactions with teacher and student. Conversation, maybe. Dialogue. And that's being called a disruption. So instead, we're, you know, we're using hand gestures. One of the t- strategies is there's a whole lot of this carrot and stick stuff. You know, let's reward good behavior. Let's notice good behavior, call attention to it with the hopes that other kids then will mimic that because they want the reward. To me, just, just a, that's just a horrible way to go about this thing we call classroom management. One of the suggestions, this one just blew me away, was to use some sort of a, a chapstick or a balm or something that had a nice smell. And when a student was doing something that the teacher perceived to be good, she would walk over and put it on the child's hand so that they could enjoy the fragrance fragrance, and it would remind them of the good thing they did. Can you, can you picture this? I mean, I just, there's all kinds of things that can go wrong <laughs> with the strategy. So the one thing I noticed, and I looked at about three or four different videos with these kinds of things, these reward strategies, these avoid disruption by using signals and language and, and patting a kid on the head or putting your hand on the desk or whatever. And the thing I noticed that all of them had in common, apart from these really weird strategies, was that the teacher was in the front of the room and the kids were all in rows and everything seemed to be teacher-centered. It was all about what the teacher did. And using one of them was the, the teacher pointing to her eyes, pointing at a kid and then pointing somewhere else. Again, it's all about me. Look at me. Do what I do. Gesture based on my gesture. Put your hand out and let me put chapstick on you, if you can imagine that. So th- this was this reminded me of that conversation from years ago, and it got me thinking, I've got to talk about this on an uncut version of hack learning because it's just, to me, it's amazing. So we always try to go with problem strategy, you know, hack and all that. So the problem is obvious. You know, it's this classroom management, this perceived disruption, which in my example is really teacher-student engagement. And, you know, the hack, the one I'm seeing is to use this teacher-centered reward approach. And I wouldn't recommend that at all. To me, this is simple. And that the hack and execution of it is not simple. The hack itself, the idea is simple. And that is we need to build a classroom that is student-centered, number one, gets the teacher out of the front of the room, gets the kids in the middle and the teacher interacting and moving about, and also uh, is an environment where there is uh, mutual respect and that we talk about what works and what doesn't work with kids. And also, it's a a vibrant environment that is so um, engaging and energetic and enthusiastic that kids don't want to be disruptive. And we need to be able to come up with a system as good, intelligent, creative educators, edu-hackers. We need a system 
that allows kids to get a drink if they need one, to go to the bathroom if they need to, and not make this some huge thing that requires a whole system of gestures and everything else. So let's create this much better environment. And please don't ask your students to give you the finger because that can lead to all kinds of other problems, as you know. Hey, I appreciate you listening to this version of Hack Learning Uncut. Please get over to hacklearningpodcast.com and subscribe, and then you'll never miss these. You won't have to worry about someone linking it out somewhere. It'll drop onto your device or your desktop as soon as it goes live. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Hack Learning Uncut with your host, Mark Barnes, an edu hacker who says you don't need another five-year plan. If you're crazy enough to want more, check out hacklearningpodcast.com and read a hack learning book today, will you? The entire series is available at hacklearningbooks.com. Hey!